are good to go. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. And just like that, it was Wednesday. What up? <laughs> welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome into the Bureau. The Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. How y'all are today on a Wednesday, huh? Get on in here. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. Hallelujah. I'm back in the, the, on the, over at the homestead in the hometown, birthplace of Elvis Presley, in, in the friendly confines of Tupelo, Mississippi, in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, where we got the live stream fired up, rolling, 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 rolling. So give me a comment there. Drop one on the uh, Murray West live thread. Go to murraywest.com. Any embroidery need you have. I'm talking about a large order. Yes. Your entire company. Yeah. The whole school. Uh-huh. That's where you go. Murray West. Check them out. Murraywest.com. Danny, the first to comment. He's on the live thread today. He's on YouTube and said, Hail State Matt from Ringgold, Georgia. And then told me life is good. With an exclamation point. And boy, Danny, good to hear from you. Text me, call me. First, though, uh, there is a congrats in order. A tip of the cap to the Rebs. There you go. Tip of the cap to the Rebs. To Rebel Nation. How many people are in that nation? Man, was that ever more one heck of a basketball game last night in Oxford. And a tremendous crowd at the pavilion. I'm talking about they did a they filled it up. And frankly, the two teams didn't disappoint. It's just that one of them's got to win, one's got to lose. 86-82 <laughs> came right down to the end. If you're state, you're like, oh man. Oh, come on, man. Just hit the layup. Make a layup. <laughs> when you have to, you know, another free throw here, there, whatever, you know, look, it could be uh, worse, but it's just a heck of a game. You know, State's not been a great road team, but I, I felt like they they really made a run at it last night. It's just Ole Miss hit shots. I, I was actually even talking this morning with a buddy of mine who's a basketball guy, and, and he really has played it at a high level, watched it at a high level, coached it some, you know, and he said, because I was lamenting that, you know, State had this reputation as a as a defensive just lockdown. They just lock everybody down on defense, and it seems like this year you've had more teams over 80 points against them, and at times defensively State seems to they, – they go on a stretch, maybe a five-, six-minute stretch where defensively they're not anticipating anything. They're just reacting. You know, they're a step slow and a little ball movement gets to them and get open shots or whatever. And, and he says, hey, look, you know – Maybe a possession here, there, but he said Ole Miss just hit some tough shots. They hit some tough threes, made threes when they got them. What were they last night? They hit 12 threes in a game, he said, and I didn't see necessarily like a defensive issue. They just hit the shots, and it was just a heck of a game, you know. So that's one of those where, you know, State goes on the road, scores 82. They Yes, the you know you miss a few opportunities, still looking for that first road win, but that's a really good Ole Miss team. And you got to tip your cap to him. Played well, and it is tremendous, isn't it? The job that Coach Beard has done in the in the first year there, 
um, because nobody was talking about that basketball team preseason, and now you look where they are. They're knocking on the door, and that was a big win for them. So, anyway, good ball game. We'll get into that, whatever you want to get into today. So, you can text me on the country, please, and text sign. The number to text today, 885-3776. Got it? 601 number, 885-3776. Or you can call me on the uh, Divini phone, Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. The oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact, means they've been doing it better, longer than anyone else. Right here at home at Divini, the number to call, 897-1059. That's a 601 number also, 897-1059. How about some headlines? So I mentioned... And right off the top, headline, Ole Miss beat State in basketball last night at the Pavilion, 86-82. Heck of a ball game. It was tied at halftime. Edge in the second half. It seemed like Ole Miss really kind of pulled away, won that thing in the first, you know, what, six minutes of the second half, kind of pulled away there. Other headlines that are out there. Uh, Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, not the University of Tennessee, the state of Tennessee and the state of Virginia, their attorney general, I know it's confusing. They say attorneys general, but it's like, is it attorney generals if it's more than one of them? I don't know. The AGs and the attorney general in Virginia and Tennessee are both suing the NCAA over NIL rules. Yeah, it's on the heels of the NCAA telling Tennessee, hey, 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 we caught you. We're investigating you for that quarterback deal uh, on the heels of this thing we just dropped on you last year. You're being investigated. And then last couple of days, what happened? All over social media. Tennessee's under NCAA investigation while they're on probation. The Alabama media were like, ha ha, Tennessee's going to get popped. And then we're all like, no, no, they're not. No, they're not. And to add to it, Tennessee, for example, the University of Tennessee, a member institution. Nobody puts a gun to Tennessee's head, makes them be an NCAA member. They chose to. Now they may feel a little obligated. Regardless, their attorney general in Tennessee is now suing the NCAA, saying, uh-uh, not up in here. Not up in here. Other headlines that you may find interesting. Uh, the PGA Tour has landed a $3 billion deal, corporate deal, money coming in, $3 billion worth, and now they're launching a for-profit organization, Pro Golf. More on that. If you like golf, i got my hand up. I'm not an expert. But uh, certainly do love it. And last thing uh, in today's headlines to start the show. Jerry Jones gave a quote. Jerry Jones gave a quote. That he, the owner of the Cowboys, could quote unquote, no doubt, work with Bill Belichick. (laughs) No doubt I could. (laughs) More on that coming up. Now, speaking of, there's your headlines for today. Speaking of, uh, uh, the Cowboys, biggest Cowboys fan I know, Prince Hoops. He's on the YouTube live thread. He's commenting over here on the live thread, the Murray West live thread, and says, you now have an NIL deal. Yeah. All right. So I was in Jackson yesterday. On my way home from uh, there, I stopped in at uh, the Junction Deli in Louisville. Sure did. Which, by the way, <clears throat> I like stopping there at the Junction Deli in Louisville for several reasons. One. Clean bathrooms, <laughs> okay? Clean bathrooms. Two, they're always playing Christian music. 
There's always a song about Jesus playing on the PA when I pull up there to get gas or go in. I appreciate that. And three, they have the nicest ladies working at the counter, like smiling, happy to see me. They they may not be happy to see me, but they at least make me feel that way. So uh, I went in there yesterday, got myself a cup of coffee, sent my man Prince a uh, selfie of that on on, uh, Twitter, X, and Philip said, and, and I've got it documented in case he deletes it, I took a screenshot. And it says that anytime I can show up to the same Junction Deli that he is at, I get free food. <laughs> Y'all saw it? Am I lying? It's there. So yesterday was a <laughs> yesterday was a good good day uh, in more ways <laughs> than one. All right, over. Let's get started here on the um, reaction to basketball and elsewhere too. We'll start off here on the uh, country pleasing text line. Again, country-pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. You know what? Homecoming Queen came home from the grocery store, and she went, Hey, I didn't, I didn't buy you any sausages this time, because I thought you already had some in the freezer. <laughs> and turns out she's right. Like I got a whole freezer full of it now. And, and I didn't say anything ahead of time, because I was thinking, Well, if she buys some, that'd be fine. I'll just put it in the freezer with the rest of it. But she knows. And uh, for the record, so I'm finishing up a package of the original smoked sausage flavor. I eat a little bit of it, not a lot, but a little bit of it for breakfast every day. Um, but when I finish that, I'm going to start eat, eating some of the new, one of the newer flavors, the duck and pork. I haven't had it yet. Some of y'all may have had it, but I'm going to start in on that and I'll give you a review. I imagine it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be good. All right. Grumpy on the uh, country pleasing text line says, Matt, last night's game. MSU careless with the ball, 15 turnovers, Tolu on three cylinders. All right, now now let's hold that thought, Grumpy. You said Tolu Smith on three cylinders. Okay, but if you say three cylinders, how many does he have? I mean, is he an eight-cylinder or is he a six? Or is he a four? Because you're saying he's running on three. Uh, Grumpy says the pavilion was rocking. Wasn't it? I mean, it looked great. Full, and they were into it from the word go, hollering, screaming, everybody wearing the same color. It was a heck of an atmosphere, so hats off to Ole Miss fans uh, for that. Um, hey, and to the point, really, let's be let's be real. You know, we, we used to make fun of the Tad Pad, and rightfully so. Okay, the, the building itself was sort of, is this an understatement, dated <laughs> there for a while? Yeah, I mean... Very. Not like no joke. They had a rain delay in a basketball game one time. And they actually having us not making that up. Okay, it was a bad place. What was it? John Calipari went on the Tad Pad rant one time after the Kentucky played there about seeing a squirrel in a locker room. <laughs> wasn't that great? <clears throat> but anyway, th- in spite of the fact that the building wasn't great, they used to have great atmospheres in there. Like they were right on top of you. When they had good teams, it was loud. That atmosphere for Ole Miss last night at the Pavilion rivaled some of those great atmospheres they used to have at the Tad Pad, I, I thought. So hats off to them. I, and look, it makes a difference. Okay, he says uh, Grumpy wishes he had two or three of those red Beat State T-shirts so that he could throw them in the fire pit. <laughs> Signed off, Hail State. He says Tolu has 12 cylinders. He's only on three. Okay, Grumpy, that was one of my takeaways. You know, it's relative. 
if I were to say something like that, if I were to come on here and say, hey, you know, Tolu Smith doesn't like he's still he, – he's not quite in game shape yet. Okay, well, it's relative to other college basketball players. Because compared to me, he's in great shape. <laughs> compared to you, he's in game shape, right? Grumpy, me and you, like, we ain't in. We're the ones who aren't in game shape. But what we're saying is he's this college basketball player who missed months of practice and I'm assuming regular workouts and probably even conditioning, but certainly missed the first ever how many months of one month and a half of the season playing games, right? And and even in basketball, I'll tell you that game shape's a little different than practice shape. Well, I realize we're about to go into February, and I realize he's been playing for a month. But there are times when you watch, and as good as he is, you, you just get the impression that the energy and the bounce is kind of gone from his legs at times in a game. And I guess it's natural. As good as he is, he's got the foot issue, the broken deal, it keeps him out forever. And it just leads me to believe that he's still not quite there yet in terms of the kind of game shape you have to be in, the kind that he has been in in the past, the kind that he probably will be if they can squeeze their way into the postseason. And and I'm not a bracket expert. I don't know. Everybody says they're good. I you know I don't know. I just know that you want to be in the tournament, right? Like you got to win a road game somewhere. And we're sitting here going into February, and they're zero and four on the road. Zero and four now. But, hey, you keep beating top ten teams at home, maybe uh, you'll pick up a win against Kentucky later. Maybe it weighs all, you know, balances all of that out. Maybe they'll be fine. I don't know. But they just state, I'm telling you, it's not. I, I don't think this is a homer opinion, but from watching them, even though they're sitting here with a win over Tennessee in their pocket, who they got beat at home last night by South Carolina, sitting here with a win over Tennessee, sitting here with a win over Auburn at home, what I'm saying is, still they have the look of they're still starting to kind of get their group back together. After he missed all that time, he's played this month, I still don't think he's 100% himself. It doesn't look that way to me. He's still good. <laughs> but not as dominant as, as, as he has been in the past, really. And so if that kind of rounds out, they can just hang on and get themselves in, in, in striking distance of a tournament spot and play their best down the stretch here in February, you know, I, they, they're not there yet. That's just what I think. Let me know what you think. PT for MSU said, really good game. First time I really sat down and watched an Ole Miss home game. The pavilion is nice. Hate we came out on the wrong side of it. Yeah. See, and that's, I kind of felt the same way. You know, you, you, you hate for State to lose, and they need the wins. They need a road win. You knew it was going to be tough. Ole Miss is undefeated this year at home. They've been really good, as good as anybody uh, in the SEC at home this year. State's been as bad as anybody on the road. We've covered that. They went in there and fought their tails off and hit some big shots. Just a few things here or there. And, and like you say, you talk to the basketball people, and they're like, hey, look, you got to credit Ole Miss, man. They, they had several times hands in their face, rise up, hit a three when they had to hit it, and won the game at home in front of a big crowd. And the pavilion is really nice. It it is a it's a great facility. Uh, 
Unnamed texter said, Matt, free throws are killing us late in games, have to do better at the line. You know, it's like the opposite of watching the women's team the other night against LSU, isn't it? See, they weren't, you know, in that win for the women against LSU, State's women, they weren't like 90% at the free throw line. They were kind of average, really. It's just that they hit some key ones when they had to. When the other team, who frankly, they LSU is a better team overall. And they all of a sudden caught fire. Here they go. They're going to make their run in the end of the fourth quarter, hit some shots, get it to within three. And you, and you just hit enough free throws in the clutch to where they couldn't, you, you could win the game. And it's like the opposite for State's men. There are times this year, multiple times, where you just didn't hit them in the clutch. You don't need to go 90% at the line in all these games. We just need you to hit the ones at the end to, to change the possessions up at the end. Nick, I did not get any chickenless pot pie. Not this go-around. Junction Deli. All right. Uh, Sven. He's on the Murray West live thread over on YouTube. Go to murraywest.com. Sven says, we blew that game. No free throws, no wins. Simple as that. What were the final totals, uh, Sven? So at the free throw line last night, State was 14 of 20. I mean, they were 70%. 14 of 20. And you know, okay, this this probably, though, is an exercise uh, for me to to look at it and go, okay, I'm sitting here as a state fan and watch all these state games justifying going, well, 70% ain't that bad. Well, yeah, but you want to be really good and win some road games, 70% needs to be kind of like average, like maybe even below average for you as a team, right? So that's probably the deal there. Uh, Ole Miss, the free throw line was 10 of 13, hit a bunch of threes. They were 12 of 30. How about that? Not They were 40% from the three-point line. State went 8 for 18, 44%. You look at rebounds, there's a whole lot of statistical categories. It'd be hard to figure out how it was that State didn't win it. Uh, they out-rebounded Ole Miss 38 to 25. Uh, assist to turnover. State had 15 turnovers, 19 assists, so they were to the good. Um, but uh, Ole Miss was really good there. 22 assists and only seven turnovers in the game. For Ole Miss. So when Grumpy talked about being careless with the basketball, and that that was a major difference between the two teams, uh, I thought. Yeah, and as soon as I'm talking about how hard it is to win on the road, South Carolina goes on the road to Knoxville and beats Tennessee last night. Sven said Tennessee got caught on cheating again, but this time the whole school from what I heard. <laughs> they will never learn over in Knoxville. Well, and more on that coming up, Sven. Yeah, the governor – I'm sorry – the uh, president of University of Tennessee put out a scathing letter to, to the NCAA, and now the attorney general is suing the NCAA. You talk about just a mess. Hey, Bobby. What's up? My man Bobby on Facebook. He's on the Murray West Live thread. He called me. He's like Gator Gray. He called me Mr. Wyatt. He said, hello, Mr. Wyatt. And then uh, talked about free throws. He said, I agree. You just got to hit them. That's it. Steve pointing out the turnover difference. 15 turnovers for State. He said five for Ole Miss. Official stats had Ole Miss with seven turnovers, but still Ole Miss with basically you know half the turnovers that State had in the game. So that was kind of a glaring difference uh, for sure. 
MSU 1980 text the show. Country Please and text line said, Matt, that was the most loud and involved crowd at the pavilion that I have seen. It probably made a difference in us losing since the game was so close. You know, I tell you, Ole Miss has got something going for it right now in terms of just kind of positive momentum in their fan base. And you know what? Let's be real. It starts with football. Now, I'm not speaking from direct experience, like as an administrator or a coach. Okay, I've just heard this, and I've heard it over and over throughout the years, and everybody that has been an administrator or a coach agrees with this. Mostly I've heard this about high school, the high school level. All the principals, all the coaches will tell you, hey, listen, having a winning football season changes the whole year the rest of the year. And you're like, why, how? I've heard them say this. If you have a, a, a really good season in football, a winning season in football, the high school will have less discipline problems the rest of the year. True story. A guy, I, I talked to a guy one time who said that. I said, what, like 9 out of 10? He said, no, 10 out of 10 every time. Every time a school has a great football year, they will have a better year. They'll even have less discipline problems throughout the year. Winning in football around here sort of, puts a whole paint job on everything and I do think you had the coaching change obviously they start winning a little bit early fan base is kind of carrying over from football they got some momentum and here they go man so they've got the fan support going but you really you know overall when you look at crowds at state and Ole Miss uh, well look at state for when women's games and men's games here the last week look at that crowd last night Again, it's a small state population-wise, less than 3 million people. But the folks here do an incredible job of supporting the teams. They really do. And so no, nobody needs to be complaining about fan support in our state. All right, stick around. Back with you. Back with you. Today, January 31st. It's a lot of things. Obviously, it's the last day of January. But it's also National Hot Chocolate Day. Hey, uh, Beaver. Hey, Matt White. You don't like coffee, right? No. But hot chocolate. I'm. Yeah, I'm okay with hot chocolate. Did you just say chocolate? I'm, I might have. <laughs> Hot chocolate. Okay. Because I'm wondering if I ran across something that you would be willing to try. Hot or, chocolate Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, yeah. You know what I realized? We never talked about this. Okay. Here's what I realized after I got those in and as I sat there staring at them. Before I sent them to you, mm-hmm. I did. I neglected to order myself any of those. <laughs> I put in this order to get these sweet Rice Krispie treats to you, and then I had to just sit there and look at them before I sent it to you. And I was like, "Why didn't I get myself any?" Like that, gummit. I should have ordered myself one or two or five. How about that? Is this your way of telling me you'd like for me to return the favor? 
Maybe we should have included that in our Super Bowl wager. Hmm. Well, the wager is set. No, well, Beaver, uh, yeah, that would be good. Hot chocolate, Rice Krispies. Well, it is good. I ate one. <laughs> Had some on. Uh, no, I saw this. Okay, I was at Brooks Grocery in Tupelo the other day. And um, I went over to get some High Point Roasters coffee. I got the Magnolia blend. But they had a new thing there. I had not seen this. And it was in a different package I had seen. Uh, it was in the kind of a white package with the logo on it. And the the label was kind of colorful. And it the flavor was Winter Wonderland. Okay, it's a so next to you had like the Magnolia blend, the breakfast blend, some of the different types of coffee, but I hadn't seen this called Winter Wonderland. And so I asked the folks at uh, High Point Roasters, like, what is that? Bavarian chocolate and hazelnut and a hint of cinnamon. Now, you'd be, any anybody out there would be lying if they said that didn't sound good. Now, Beaver, would you be willing to try that? Even if it's coffee, but Bavarian chocolate hazelnut hint of cinnamon. Yes, I would. Okay. All right. Well, deal, then we're going to have some of that. So I'm going to try to get my hands on that, and I'll bring it with me next week. We'll, we'll fire some up somehow. Even if I have to bring a coffee maker, we'll fire some up. <laughs> Happy National Hot Chocolate Day. Bavarian chocolate. Where's Bavaria? <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> that's somewhere that's somewhere else. All right. Um, let's pick it back up. Country, please, in Texas. We're talking basketball. Um, somebody said that they had heard that Tolu was hurt, that he's nursing an injury. I, you know, I'm not aware. Um, Roshana texts the show. And says Ole Miss got swept by State last year. They finally won last night. And <laughs> what does it say? Shawshan Redemption. Do they? Since we call it Shawshan Redemption. Well, you know, I don't know. You do have to play again. That's the thing, too, about these deals in basketball. You have some of these opponents like this one where you play them twice. So, they got to come to start well later. We'll see how that goes. That's right, though, Roshan. I had forgotten that State beat them twice last year. It was part of the deal leading to the ouster of uh, Kermit Davis. Unnamed Texter said, there's nothing wrong with Tolu. Uh, says, give Ole Miss defensive game plan against him some credit. And said, by the way, this is from a State fan. So we got a State fan does not think he's hurt. Um Aquatic Waves text the show. Said, I was at the game. I was impressed with Hubbard. I'm an Ole Miss fan, but I kept telling myself, don't let Hubbard get the ball on last possession. He's going to be special. Well, I, I mean, I think you're right. You know, he's sitting there as the reigning freshman of the week in the SEC. It's the third time this year that he's uh, done that. Last night he goes three for seven from three. But it, am I right? Two of those were in the first half, I think. Maybe all three were in the first half. So, I mean, they didn't – whatever adjustment – somebody texting about Ole Miss defensive game plan, whatever they did to to keep Josh Hubbard from hitting threes in the second half, big part of the game. 
But he was three of seven. He went four for four at the free throw line, had seven assists in 34 minutes. Yeah. Aquatic Wave says he was the best player on the court. Where would State be without him right now? Where would Ole Miss be with him? Brad texts the show, and he said, somebody forgot to tell Kentucky that over the decades, uh, t- can tell Kentucky that over the decades because they don't traditionally care about football. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's different in a few places. Kentucky's kind of an outlier, Brad. But, I mean, find me another one. So if we're talking about, let's talk about, um, you know, 120 examples, and we got one that didn't. You got Kansas, what, North Carolina, where football's not going to affect basketball support, or the or Duke, obviously. And I'm not saying that it always does. I'm just saying that my perception for for this Ole Miss deal is their fan base has some momentum in it, and I think it's sparked by football. That's what I think. Uh, Jason and Flagstaff said, State had double the turnovers that Ole Miss had, and it's the only stat that State didn't win. Uh, said, I'm curious what State's crazy roller coaster looks like in the bracketology thing from week to week. <laughs> I hadn't checked it. Have y'all? Okay, Bavaria, Germany, Southern Germany. Who was it that told me that? Okay, Will is on uh, the Murray West live thread over here on YouTube. He said, Bavaria and Southern Germany and Sven would know. Sven was on here earlier. He said uh, it's a frozen winter day over here. He's in Berlin. Of course, it's nighttime over there. And he said it's not a hot chocolate day. Y'all have hot chocolate? Y'all drink a lot of hot chocolate in Germany? You ever run into that? I don't know. PT for MSU Texas show, country please in Texas. He said, I told my old Miss buddy. The exact thing during the game, same thing during the game last night. He says, I'm glad, I'm so glad we got Hubbard and y'all didn't. <laughs> They'd be trouble with him. Um, yeah. And so uh, let's see the individuals from the game, and we'll touch on it and then we'll move on. Um, leading score for state was Hubbard. He had 21 points in those 34 minutes 21, seven assists. Well, let's look at the full deal here that we can get steals and everything else. So he had 21 and 7. That's assists. He had one steal uh, to go with it and did not turn the ball over in those 34 minutes. And that's a freshman. Isn't that incredible? He's, I mean, look, he's playing at MRA last year. Okay. He's a three time freshman of the week in the SEC. We're like halfway through. And. He goes in there last night, hits three threes, 21 points. He's perfect at the free throw line, four for four. Had seven assists in a game, didn't turn the ball over one time. On a night when the rest of the team couldn't hang on to the ball. Maybe he is the best player on the floor. Another good night for Cam Matthews. Double-double for him, 16 points, 12 rebounds. Tolu had nine and five. Played 25 minutes in the game. Bell got more minutes. Played Well, he got 11 minutes in the game. Didn't scratch. Didn't make a shot. Hit two free throws, but didn't really do much else. That's one dynamic in this team. I tell you uh, what, Davis was good. Deshaun Davis was good off the bench for State last night. Actually, really good. Six for eight shooting. Two for two from three. 
one for one at the free throw line. Had two turnovers in 16 minutes. That'd be the only blemish. Uh, five rebounds, three points out of DJ Jeffries last night. Had a steal. How about no block shots in the game for State? Kind of an unusual stat. Not a single one. Um, Ole Miss had two block shots. Okay, so for Ole Miss, their leading scorer was uh, uh, Jalen Murray, 4 of 11 from 3. So he had a double-double, 21 points and 11 assists in 39 minutes. He almost didn't come off the floor, right? Uh, Morrell had 20. He went 3 for 7 from 3. 20 points, 5 rebounds in the ballgame. They didn't have anybody with double-digit rebounds. They didn't they – didn't, um, they kind of got out-rebounded, but it didn't matter. Caldwell off the bench had 18 for them, went 4 of 5 from 3-point range, 18 points in 27 minutes for Ole Miss. So those are some of your individuals in the ballgame last night. Uh, Grumpy texts the show. He says, Matt, talking about Hubbard, MRA grad Eric Dampier's son is an eighth grader at MRA, and his son is six foot nine and a starter on the basketball team. Yeah. I've heard about him. I've been hearing about him for a long time. Um, it's uh, pretty incredible. I'd like to see that in person. A six nine eighth grader that can play. I'd like to see that. <laughs> All right. So that's a little bit of a recap. Ole Miss gets a win. Tip cap. State moves on. They got to go to Tuscaloosa on Saturday night. 7 7:30 tip, I think, Saturday night in Tuscaloosa. Next game for State. Up next, something you need to do if you're a hunter. Uh, it might even qualify you to win something. I'll tell you what that is. All of that and more. Here in the Bureau on this Tuesday, I'm Matt. Stick around. Talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. Back with you. Gene commented on Facebook on the Murray West live thread. He said, as of Monday, Joe Lenardi had state as an eight seed. So that would have been as of Monday. All right. Then lose a road game last night. You know, I guess so much goes into it by the time it's all said and done. Uh, Will commented regarding the postseason. He said, uh, Matt, the men's basketball team needs to put together a win streak. It's frustrating to get a top 10 win and then lose to an unranked team. He said, I know Ole Miss is good, but still. Yeah, you know, the whole home and away thing. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, um, <clears throat> in, in some ways, it makes sense. You know, teams are going to have a harder time on the road than they are at home. It seems to be a little bit out of balance, right? Like really good at home. Everybody's really good at home and not very good on the road. Of course, you say that, and then there are the outliers. South Carolina went into Knoxville and won last night. And I did, I'll did. i be honest, I did have that thought. When I saw that happen, I thought, okay. For several days, I've been looking at it, even pointing out the win-loss records for home versus on the road in the SEC. You can see the drastic difference, talking about how teams aren't winning on the road. And then sure enough, if State pulls it off tonight, now I'm going to have to go, okay, both South Carolina and State won on the road. And they almost happened. South Carolina did go in there and win for sure. That was big. Hey, um, 
couple of things. Listen, I, I, I mentioned this to you a minute ago. Today is the last day that you could take advantage of potentially winning some cool prizes by buying your hunting license. So, again, today's last day being the 31st of January. MDWFP, Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, had a cool thing going, and they started it back in November, but it was a hunter's holiday giveaway. So November, December, January, this three months period where if you renewed or, or bought your hunting license during that time, you're automatically entered in this prize giveaway, which is a really cool giveaway. I'm going to tell you what it is. Well, listen, today's the last day. Okay, it goes through today. So just a heads up, if you haven't renewed your hunting or fishing license and you intend to do it, or if you haven't bought one and you intend to do it, go ahead and do it today. Okay, because if you do it by today, you're automatically entered for a chance to win one of these prize packages. Okay, you got the... So if you renew your hunting fishing license by today, you're automatically entered for the Hunter's Holiday Renewal Prize Package, which is Winchester Super X4 20-gauge mossy oak pattern shotgun, 75-quart sunshine mountaineering roto-mold cooler, and $100 to Vans there in Rankin County. It's a gift certificate to Vans. Now, that's just one of the prize packages. While I'm telling you this, in case you're like, wait a minute, I do need to renew my or get a hunting license or fishing license. I might as well do it now. You might as well do it now. Today's the last day of this deal, and it'll get you in there so that you're automatically entered. You never know. You might win it. Um, details. One place you can go is look up MDWFP on Facebook. They actually have a big active and a huge following on Facebook. Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, MDWFP on Facebook. You'll see it. And they have a link right there, and it'll take you to where you can do it online. But all this is on their website, too. So you got that package if you renew. You get a Winchester 20-gauge Mossy Oak pattern shotgun, big 75-quart cooler, and a $100 gift certificate to Vans. If you're buying your license, like new hunter, whatever, you, you are entered in this prize package if you do it by today. It's You get a 22 rifle if you win, 75-quart Sunshine Mountaineering Roto-Mold Cooler, $100 to Vans in Rankin County. That's a gift certificate. Um, so check that out. Those two packages up for grabs. Somebody's going to win it. And, again, if you're, it's almost just public service announcement. Look, I mean, you're going to do it anyway. Maybe you hadn't, maybe you put it off, whatever reason, you just didn't think of it. Maybe it's a fishing license. If you do it today, you're automatically entered. You may win that. So just a heads up. And again, you can see those details on their MDWFP Facebook page. All right? So check that out. All right. Uh, back over to the Country Pleasing text line. 885 how about this? PT for MSU reminding us Eric Dampier's son is at MRA and two of Mo Williams' sons are at JA. How about that? There's some talent. Some talented gene pools running, <laughs> running around the basketball court around here. Um, 
So eight seed. Gene was telling us they were eight seed. Yeah. How about this? He also noted on Facebook on the Murray West live thread, the last time State won the SEC regular season title, they were 8-0 and on the road. <laughs> when was that? Imagine going 8-0 on the road. It's different times uh, than what you have right now. All right, here's uh, more about Tennessee and their lawsuit. And, uh, of course, Beaver's favorite, the banjo version of Rocky Top. Yeah, Tennessee being, uh, you know, kind of in the crosshairs of the NCAA again. And now, in the story, the NCAA is being sued over NIL rules after the Tennessee investigation that just got announced yesterday. See, and it was a bad day yesterday for Tennessee, wasn't it? It comes out they're uh, being investigated again by, for NIL stuff, and then the basketball team loses to South Carolina last night. The attorneys general of Tennessee and Virginia filed a lawsuit against the NCAA today, one day after the University of Tennessee's chancellor ripped the association for investigating the school for potential recruiting violations related to name, image, and likeness compensation rules. And man, boy, how it is layered. I mean, they're being investigated. NIL, that quarterback. And then Tom Mars, the attorney, puts out a statement on behalf of the collective that pops out there last night. And then the president of Tennessee just, I'm talking about, <laughs> sliced them up as much as you can in a letter, <laughs> with words anyway. And now we're, today we wake up suing them. Hey, Virginia, you in? I'm in. <laughs> Tennessee and Virginia. It was filed in the Eastern District of Tennessee court there, uh, claimed the NCAA is, quote, enforcing rules that unfairly restrict how athletes can commercially use their name, image, and likeness at a critical juncture in the recruiting calendar. Now, what about that? Do you all agree with that? Hey, you know, it's language, it's lawsuit language, but my question for you is, do you agree? Do you agree that the NCAA, in their words, is enforcing rules that unfairly restrict how athletes can commercially Use their name, image, and likeness. These anti-competitive restrictions violate the Sherman Act. The what? <laughs> the who act? They violate the Sherman Act, whatever that is, harm the states and the welfare of their athletes and should be declared unlawful and enjoined. Man. How about that lawsuit? Tell me how you really feel. Now, yesterday it was revealed that the NCAA was investigating Tennessee in a booster-funded NIL collective that works with volunteer athletes. Also, it works with the Vol Club. Uh, oh, that's the name of it, right? The Vol Club, run by Spire Sports Group. And see, that's a that's a you know on the non 
funny part of this, like it's interesting. If I'm looking at this right, based on what I read last night, Spire Sports Group is not just a T- University of Tennessee collective. It's something else. I don't know if it's a group of collectives from different places. I, you know, I don't know. But it's like Tennessee's deal is in it, but it ain't just Tennessee. It's kind of an interesting deal. And so when Tom Mars, the noted attorney, Ole Miss fans know him on a first-name basis, uh, when he put out a statement last night, it was not necessarily – I didn't read it as he was a, a statement on behalf of Tennessee. It was a statement on behalf of that, something called Spire Sports Group. I don't know. Now, when we have time, I do want to get into what the president at Tennessee said. I'm learning about all of it, kind of like y'all are. I do find it interesting. And, you know, honestly, like, it kind of does go back to something we touched on yesterday when the news came out that Tennessee was being looked at for this NIL stuff. The fact that you have some states in America now, Missouri, I think I think Texas and Oklahoma are the same, but I know Missouri, New York, uh, I think New Jersey, and there's some others who have passed state laws that, that make it basically impossible and in some cases illegal for the NCAA to rule on anything NIL related in their state. Well, they don't have that in Tennessee, so in comes the NCAA. Well, we're just going to sue them. We're suing them. And pay whoever we want to pay for anything we want to pay them for. And I guess that's the way it is. But more details in Hour 2. I'm Matt. Hour 2 coming up. Stick around.